Here's Your Red Flag is intended for mature audiences only. Many, if not most, of our episodes will include topics such as psychological, emotional, and physical abuse, and detailed narcissistic and toxic behaviors. We are not professional therapists. If you are in need of professional help, please contact the appropriate authorities. Some names have been changed for anonymity purposes. The opinions expressed by the guests on the show are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of Lisa or myself. You can find additional information about this podcast in the show notes, as well as on our website, heresyourredflag.com. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. I flew up to the mirror Well, there was nothing that I seen You lie, I cried The butterfly walked in my eyes You lie, I cried The butterfly walked in my eyes Well, welcome back to Here's Your Red Flag. We are very happy to welcome our listeners. And hi, Lisa. Hi, Tony. Today, we have a very special guest, Carol McClellan Fields. Hi, Carol. Hi, Tony and Lisa. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are very happy that you are joining us today and know that you will enlighten our listeners with the wonderful things that you have to say. So a little bio on Carol. She is a PhD. She's also a board certified coach, trainer, author, and creator of the Seasons of Change, Purpose Clarity, and several other programs, including the Heart Magnet. When working with clients, Carol provides unique tools, refreshing perspectives, and powerful insights to help them transform their confusion, frustration, and procrastination into clarity, hope, and positive action. You can discover more about her programs at seasonsofchange.com. If you work with clients in transition, visit Carol's other site, Flourish as a Change Catalyst, for resources, training opportunities, and business mentoring, specifically for change catalysts. I met Carol during my training at the Institute for Life Coach Training. I took her course called Purpose Clarity, and it was absolutely my favorite course because I not only learned personally about my own life's purpose, but because I was able to hit the ground running as a coach with tools for my clients upon certification from her course. Carol and I developed an immediate rapport, and I'm so excited for our listeners and for Lisa to meet this talented, insightful, and lovely person. So welcome, Carol, to Here's Your Red Flag. We are so delighted you're able to join us today. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I am thrilled to be here. And you're right, we did have just an instant rapport when, when you were in the class. So it's great, great to be here to support you and Lisa with your um, mission. Well, we thank you for yes. being here. So much. Thank you so much. So let's get right to it. One of the valuable concepts I learned in the course you taught was, well, the course that I took with you was called Purpose Clarity. And the first part of that was the heart magnet. And learning that has been life-changing for me. And it's also been life-changing for some of my family and friends that I've told about it. So if you don't mind, would you enlighten our listeners? What do you mean by heart magnet? Yes. So in my work, I've always helped people either find a career that they were looking for or navigate a difficult transition. And one of the things I noticed was that 
people had a hard time knowing what they liked and knowing what they didn't like. And as I worked with people, I realized if you don't know what you like or how to make decisions or what you need to avoid, it is very hard to navigate this world. And so I started looking at what my clients needed and what they needed was to understand their own, it's individual to everybody, their own internal guidance system. So what what changes inside of you when you see something you're really excited about and drawn to? And what changes inside of you when you are repelled by something? You don't want to be near it. You never want to do that again. And without that, internal system working we're like a boat without a rudder just going through life and it's very difficult to make our way it's very frustrating we feel mm, kind of wishy-washy unable to make decisions not able to commit to a direction it's just very kind of loosey-goosey about how we make our way through life and life's short you know we we have things that we need to make decisions about And we don't always have the luxury of sitting with it for days or weeks. So this internal guidance system, the heart magnet, allows us to know almost instantaneously what it is that's, yes, this, I want more of this. And, oh, no, I do not ever want this again. So that's my description of the heart magnet. And, of course, as we continue on through the the interview or the conversation, we're going to discover all sorts of other things about it. Would you say, Carol, that a person who does not have a clear vision of what they're drawn to and repelled by, they're leaving themselves open to, you know, our podcast is kind of dedicated to navigating life and especially toxic or unhealthy relationships. And so if we don't have a strong sense of what we're attracted to and repelled by, then we're kind of open targets for more susceptible for controlling and manipulative people. I will say often when people don't have this internal sense of themselves, they will default to whatever's happening around them and kind of be chameleons and take on whatever happens to be around them. So if there is a strong partner or a manager or anybody who has kind of this overpowering mm, truth, then we just become what they need us to become. So Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely correct in Mm -hmm. being very influenceable. And, you know, in many ways you can get taken advantage of because you don't know what's true for you Mm -hmm. in your heart. How is it possible to get disconnected from our heart magnet? Yeah. So when we're a baby, our heart magnet is fully intact as long as we're healthy. And probably even when we're not healthy, we just instinctively know what we need in each moment. And we tell somebody about it. We cry, we laugh, we do what we need to do to get our needs met. And somewhere along the line, that knowing gets squashed. So somewhere along the line, the situations or the people in your childhood somehow convince you, you don't know what you want, whether it's your artistic flair is ignored or diminished or discouraged, or your intuition is said to be silly or absurd. You're just shut down. You know, you don't get to be you. You have to be what somebody else wants you to be. So As a child, 
this is your way of stepping up in self-defense. You close off this precious part of you so that knows what's best for you because you're not getting to speak it. You're not given permission to be who you are. And so rather than suffer through humiliation or embarrassment or even punishment, you just shut down that inner knowing and say, yeah, that's not happening anymore. I've got to toe the line and do what they want me to do because it's just too painful to stay that open. So the difference now is you're an adult. You get to choose. This is the point of being an adult. You get to be in a place of driving your life, of choosing, of deciding. So we are entitled to create a world that encourages us, that supports us in thriving and growing. But to do that, we've got to find a way back to our heart magnet, find a way to reactivate that part of ourselves that does know it's still in there. It's just gotten kind of covered over by many layers. So the other way that sometimes you can get disconnected is that anytime there's a strong presence, whether it is an authority figure, a father, a parent, a spouse, a manager, a teacher, all of those people in our reality tell us, again, no, don't be you. It could be even a toxic work situation. Obviously, a toxic relationship can do this. It can also be a transition of any kind, you know, a big loss or a death, losing a job, something where you're sort of tipped into this situation where you've just got to get stuff done and you've got to make things happen and you can't be derailed by paying attention to yourself and your own needs. Caregiving is an example. When you're in the caregiving situation, you got to attend to their needs before your own often. And if you're tired, well, sorry, you've still got to attend to your kids or a sick relative or something like that. Our social systems, education, religion, culture, can also do a number on us. If you grow up with a really strong religion or culture, that can shut down your, your heart magnet once again. There are other more physical things. Sleep deprivation makes it hard. Health challenges, times of really high stress, financial difficulties where you can't, again, you can't listen to yourself because you just got to pay the rent or the mortgage. Depression, medications for depression can also kind of numb and shield this knowledge from yourself. So those are just examples of how we get disconnected. It's common to get disconnected. I think um, most of my clients that I've ever worked with in the last 30 years have come to me because they want something different, but they can't navigate themselves there. And they've lost track of this. So when you reconnect and you know how to read this language, then things get better. <laughs> things get better because then you do have a way to know what it is you're wanting to move toward and what it is you're wanting to move away from. Well, that leads me to a question. How do we connect or reconnect with our heart magnet? Yes, this is a very big question. <laughs> so I know each of you have kind of work through your own heart magnet. So 
I thought it would be fun to give your listeners some examples of what this heart magnet might look like. So I'll start with my own and then perhaps you can each share how you know what it is. So when I was first developing this heart magnet, I spent a lot of time trying to sort through what this all meant. And what I noticed for myself is I have this internal sense of alignment where things just come together and that's a, yes, I want more of that or a disalignment and uh, out of alignment that says, oh, this is not working for me. And I can, I can feel that pretty quickly and I can definitely feel that, oh, this is out of alignment for me. So that's my internal signal. And I'll tell you how I use that in in another uh, minute. But how about you, Tony? I know you have your heart magnet that you use a lot. So with the exercise, we were asked to think about what we really, really like. And I pondered that and I was looking around my environment, trying to figure out what do I really, really like? And my dog was laying on the bed and I really really like him. Now I have two dogs that I really, really like. The feeling I get is a feeling of just complete warmth that just encompasses me. It is the most joyful feeling I can have. And so that's what I had chosen as the thing that I was very attracted to. And there are other things. My husband is fine. I don't want to scratch his ears, but. um... (laughs) Yeah. So here we're really looking at the, what is it you feel inside? Not so much the thing that you're attracted to, but how do you know? So for you, it's warmth and joy Mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what about when you're repelled? So how do you know that you're repelled? Yes, that was harder for me to try to figure out what I was repelled by. So I was thinking and thinking. And what came to me was this very strange phenomena that I discovered about myself when I was a little kid, I was eating a pickle. And I squeezed the pickle and the little seeds popped out. And it left these holes in the pickle. And it was the most horrifying thing I could look at. And I was disgusted and repulsed. It was the worst feeling I'd ever had in my life. So the feeling I get inside is maybe something in my chest drops to the pit of my stomach is how I feel when I am repulsed by something, especially something like viewing irregular patterns of holes. So that's what came to me in our exercise in our class when we were doing the heart magnet. And so I've been able to get in touch with that feeling about things that come along in my life since then. As I mentioned, it's been life-changing being able to look at even like a shirt at a store. And I think, oh, heck, I don't think I like the way this looks. I'm not going to buy it because it makes me have that feeling of a pit in my stomach. So it can be as simple as that to somebody saying, let's go to lunch. And you think, no, this person doesn't make me feel good. I'm not going to go to lunch with this person. Yeah, precisely. And so what's interesting, and I, I learned this through doing this exercise with a group twice in a row, is that It doesn't matter what the stimulus is, what causes the feeling, because our feeling, our mechanism holds pretty steady. I mean, I came up with this in, I don't know, 
probably the late 90s. And it, I still get the same feelings about anything in my life. And so you're showing that you have very strong sensing and it transfers over to other situations. It's not that you just had that with the pickle. That same feeling travels with you. That's how your body tells you, ooh, ick, I don't want that. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So once you find it, this heart magnet, the internal guidance system, it will support you in any situation. It's not unique to a situation. We find it by understanding a situation, but then it transfers. So thank you, Tony. Oh, sure. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting, but fun. <laughs> yeah, I still don't buy those pickles anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa, how about you? Would you be willing to share? Yeah, absolutely. So when there's something that I'm attracted to, like Tony, I have feelings of warmth and joy. There's also a sense of peace or contentment. And I, in my body, I notice that everything is relaxed and my heart rate is slower. My breathing is slower. On the flip side, when I'm repelled by something, the first, I, I was kind of taking notes. The first thing, my stomach hurts. And then I'll notice that my shoulders, my neck get very tense. My jaw is tense. My heart rate is increased. My breathing is increased. A lot of times I might want to leave the situation if, mm -hmm. if it's a situation that I'm repelled by or a group of people or something. And the kind of lasting effect is that I'm oftentimes confused by it. And these are the people and situations that I feel like I need to process with someone mm -hmm. versus the attracted to. I don't really need to process it that much, but the other things I, I really have to like work it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what you're showing us, which is great, is that these signals come in a bunch of different channels. So sometimes it's a physical sensation, like the stomach drop that Tony talked about. Sometimes it's an emotion, the joy. It could be a, a temperature change, getting warm or going cold. Sometimes people say with repelling. You talked about your heart rate changing. Sometimes people even have thoughts. They think, oh, this is great or whatever. So it can be in a lot of different channels. It's not just a physical indicator, but there are these other even intuitive channels where, you know, you just have that knowing. That's kind of what my alignment is. I just have that knowing that it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. So I actually bought a house years ago. It was the first house I looked at. We saw two or three other houses that day. I'd never looked for houses before, but I walked into the house and I knew that was the house. Just, I knew it. It was fine. When we bought this house, we looked at a couple houses, not that many. And when we got onto this properly, I breathed differently. I just had this feeling. And so it really changes how you interact with everything in your, in your life. Like you were saying, Lisa, you you know when you need to turn away from something. You're like, yeah, no, that's not where I need to spend my time. So how can we integrate the heart magnet into our lives? Yes, this is an important part. So when we have this inner knowing, we can use it in all sorts of ways. So I actually use my heart magnet to decide what I'm going to do each day. What's on my to-do list? What feels in alignment with me today? with my energy, with the time I have available, all sorts of things factor into it. But I can really glance down my to-do list and go, yep, that's the project I'm going to work on today. 
So it's not my brain that's figuring it out. It's my internal guidance system that's telling me. Making daily kinds of decisions are a great way to start integrating the heart magnet. So what are you wearing today? What are you going to eat today? What are you going to, how are you going to have fun today? How are you going to get exercise today? All of those are decisions. We get into habits about them, but they're really decisions. They're daily decisions that we need to make. What's for dinner? That's a common one we all know. So using the heart magnet, we get the support to discern in a different way, not out of habit, not out of thought. You know, when you choose a treat, you know, you don't go into, well, that's going to have too many calories or too many grams of fat. That's a logical way of determining something. But this is more in the moment, what feels good? What awakens this part of me that wants more of it? And so sometimes those simple decisions are where people get hung up because they don't have this internal system that helps them make those daily decisions. You can also use the heart magnet to consciously create things in your life that you want more of. So if you're in a difficult relationship, you're constantly watching out for what the other person needs and wants. But if there are any, any small oases of time in your day where you have control of those minutes, maybe it's in the bathroom, maybe it's in the shower, maybe it's in the car on your way to the grocery store, wherever you have a little nugget of time that's yours, you can start practicing, what could I do here that would nourish me? Maybe it's turning on music. Maybe it's taking a moment for a meditation. Maybe it's sneaking in some pages from a book. Maybe it's going for a walk. There are ways you can slowly, you know, this is going to change your world, but it's going to Start giving you this experience of what it feels to nourish yourself and to give yourself more of what you want. It's not easy in a situation that's toxic, I will say, but it is a really important investment in your future because when you begin to use this and feel this connection, you start building that muscle. And the heart magnet is a muscle. The more we use it, the more we're going to trust it kind of situation. And so when you get to the bigger life decisions of moving out or getting a divorce, those kind of, then that kind of level, if you don't trust yourself, you're going to ask everybody and their brother or sister what it is you should do without ever knowing inside of you what you should do. But if you've built up your heart magnet and built up that muscle, then you know and it helps you make those big decisions. They're not easy decisions, but they're big decisions that need to be made. And you have more trust in yourself. And so you can honor yourself because you've built up this way of communicating within you. You know, life is all a series of transitions, really. So any transition we're going through, we've got choices to make. And when we can choose the thing that creates joy for us or warmth or peace, calm, whatever it is, alignment, then that is a really helpful guidance process for ourselves. I just love that, Carol. I could not agree more. 
you know, it's been two years of um, healing process for me coming out of a really abusive marriage. And I know that, you know, figuring this out, like, what am I attracted to? What am I repelled by? Help me really define for me the kind of life I want to create for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's been so freeing. And I just feel like a new person. I feel like at the age of 48, I found myself and yeah. it's just really, really life-changing. It truly, truly is. I have my power back, my power to say, exactly. yeah, no, I, I don't really want to go to a club or, <laughs> you know, it's just re really freeing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was, when Carol and I were talking yesterday, just preparing for today, I mentioned that I was in coaching school. It was during the same time that you were going through your decision to stay in the marriage and you were decided to confide in me yeah, mm -hmm. about what was happening with number two and just the amazing coincidence or it's a God thing that this came into, I would say, you know, my life and then your life at the exact right time. Because I think, you know, you definitely did not have a strong heart magnet, you know, for sure in that marriage. And just the wonderful timing of this, I think it really helped you. It mm -hmm. helped you make many decisions, including if you want to talk about you were getting your doctorate degree and we were doing the heart magnet while you were doing your doctorate degree. And we had a co. you were so good to be my guinea pig all through coaching school and we were coaching one evening and you said, I have to tell you something. Do you want to talk about that? I think you might remember better, but yeah. Well, you know, you were getting your doctorate or as number two likes to call it your doctorate. And you said, I, I figured something out and you came to the decision to stop that program. And you said, I think I am not going to do this program anymore. And I said, well, okay. And you said, I don't feel good about it at all. It's not what I want to be doing. And I said, well, what do you want to do instead? Yeah. And you said? Yeah, the instead is counseling and specifically a, a program in school counseling. And I have just, it, it just fits. It feels right. It's all the things. My, when I sit down to do my work, my heart is slow. My breathing is slow. I feel good about it. I have a sense of joy in what I'm learning and able to practice. It feels right. And the other did not feel right. And it was a chore, you know? And I think that that goes to show you were developing that muscle mm -hmm. and it kicked in for you. Mm -hmm. You listened to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Carol, you know, the two years ago, Lisa versus now this year, Lisa is night and day difference. And I think so much of that is due to the fact that you do now listen to that internal voice, mm -hmm. that those internal feelings inside yourself. Whereas I think that had definitely atrophied for you. For sure. Beyond a doubt. I couldn't even, you know, talking about your pickle story, I couldn't even Two years ago, I wasn't even able to decide which pickles to buy unless I consulted him, you know, mm -hmm. so something that minor. Yeah, I, I just had no idea. I had to relearn what it is that Lisa likes to eat, drink, drive, <laughs> wear. It was like the rediscovery of, of myself. So it was really, really, you know, perfect timing. Learn Absolutely. That.
Mm-hmm. And I just have to give Carol a lot of credit for that. I'm yeah. so glad she came into our lives. Mm-hmm. And I use it all the time. You know, right. it's not just a one and done exercise. I just use it all the time. And it's kind of become part of my subconscious in a way that mm-hmm. I'm just, I just know instantly whether I'm attracted to or repelled by something and I just choose. I don't really dwell as, I don't, I don't need to spend as much time consciously thinking through how am I feeling? You know, I'm more, more in tune to that. I use it all the time, big decisions, small decisions, and it hasn't failed me once. I will say that when I ignore what I'm repelled by and do it anyway, that's not good, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So what you're sharing, Lisa, is that you've really built this level of trust with your heart magnet and you trust yourself now, Mm -hmm. whereas before you couldn't trust yourself because there was no self there. You weren't aware of what you wanted Mm -hmm. and That's very common. It it is in difficult situations. It is very common to shut down on yourself and just be the chameleon and be whatever somebody else needs you to be, because that's a bit safer, right? Mm -hmm. You're not risking. But here, when you can build that level of trust in yourself, you suddenly have a better sense of your needs and you can identify what you value and you can choose what your goals are going to be. And all of those are, are what make up who we are. And so that gives us a sense of having a rudder. We can steer through life and know where the obstacles are and where the clear sailing is and just find our way. Mm -hmm. What I find with a lot of people, and I think you may have mentioned it when you said purchasing pickles and not knowing what to buy. There's a lot of, a lot of my clients who don't have a strong heart magnet sit on the fence a lot. They hedge, hem and haw about whatever it is, and it takes them forever to make a decision because they don't have any mechanism for making that decision. Mm-hmm. It's it's all random to them. They have nothing that tells them anything about what's right for them. And so without the rudder, sitting on the fence is very draining on the system because you're always in limbo. And you can't move forward. You know, you can't move forward if you don't know what it is you're drawn to and what it is you're repelled by. And I would say that makes relationships really hard too. If you're in a relationship with someone who has a weak heart magnet. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. And so it, it becomes all this person and very little of this person. And it makes it very uneven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that it makes relationships difficult. I think that's when all of us can tap into that inner coach and say to that person, well, how does this make you feel? How would you feel if you did this? How would you feel if you didn't do this? And ask them questions to prompt them and subconsciously start building their own heart magnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing you can do if somebody is struggling is to ask them, have they felt drawn to something in the past? Tony, both of your examples were very long-term, you know, something from your childhood and your dogs being constantly around you. And so you get a daily dose of multiple daily doses of dogness (laughs) (laughs) that bring you joy. But If people can go back in time to a time when they felt really intrigued by something or drawn to something or back to a situation where they felt repelled, 
that can sometimes wake up their sense of what those two feelings are. Well, I think that is another good prompt for my next question. How do we strengthen our connection with our heart magnet? Yeah. So as I mentioned, the heart magnet is a muscle. And the way I like to think about it is that any, like any muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it gets, the stronger it gets, the more you trust it. And the more you trust it, the more you use it to guide your actions and decisions. So it's all about using it. You know, it's great to know about it, but we've got to use it. And as I mentioned earlier, it's best to start using it on sort of the mundane daily things of life. You know, what am I going to wear today? When and where am I going to eat? What movie am I going to watch? Which way do I want to drive to work? Those are all heart magnet questions that are part of your daily life. So just being conscious of those choices. You know, a lot of times when we get in the car, we just go because we always go that way. But what if we didn't have to? What if we could drive a different way and see the fall color or whatever, see the daffodils or the blue bonnets or whatever it is you're going to see out there. So it's adding a texture to your life that's suited for you because you are being called to take an action. These are very simple things. You know, now sometimes you may not be able to wear exactly what you want to wear because, you know, culture, situation, but you can at least play the game of if I could wear anything today, what could it be? And it's just giving you that example. So that's one thing is your daily decisions. You can also give yourself the opportunity to look at a long list of things. So like an ice cream store or a coffee store where there's a big menu and you use your heart magnet to discern what it is you want today. You don't get the usual. You don't go to the fat or carb count to make your decision. You you tap in. What is it I want today? You can also do that at, say, if you have a music venue or an event venue nearby, you can scan their schedule and say, you know, sky's the limit here. What would I want to see this season? And practice. You don't have to actually buy the ticket. Sure, you can. But if money's tight, it's the exercise, really. That's the point. Giving yourself that opportunity to choose, to sense into this situation and choose what it is you want. Another thing you can do is go to a place like a museum or a nursery, the hardware store, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, and just allow your a bookstore. Allow yourself to wander and see what you're drawn to and give yourself a little assignment. What am I drawn to here? What's the thing that just draws me in? And what's the thing that repels me? And again, you're not spending any money. You're just taking a little field trip and seeing what calls to you. What is it that that is pulling you in? And what is saying, yeah, no, thank you. So those are really simple. If you've got kids, you could even take the kids and have everybody play this game. You know, teaching our children their own heart magnet and honoring their heart magnet. Think of how the world could be different if we were each given that gift early in life and honored it, you know, not become the the parent that says, no, you're dumb. You know, you don't know anything. I know everything you need to know. Giving them times when they get to choose. My mom started asking me what I wanted for lunch, I think when I was three. Things weren't put in front of me and I wasn't forced to eat it. 
she wanted me to know how to make decisions because she never got that opportunity as a kid. And so she was into her 20s before she really felt like she understood how to make decisions. So that's something you can do for your children. And the benefit is you get to play along with them and it becomes a family language and a family dynamic that allows for everybody, you know, maybe once a, a month or something, each child gets to choose something that their heart magnet is excited about doing for an outing or whatever. A couple of other things, if you've ever made a vision board where you pull out pictures from a magazine, that's finding quotes or words. That's another fun way to engage your heart magnet is just get a bunch of magazines and start pulling out the things that speak to you. And then you put them on a big collage and you put that somewhere safe, but near you. It could be, you could do it on smaller pages inside a binder if you need to keep it hidden. But having that opportunity to choose things that you love and then seeing them on a regular basis just reinforces. And when you when that becomes stale, you know you've changed and it's time to remove it. You know, you don't want to hold yourself back with your vision board. But I've done vision boards over the years and sometimes I look at them and go, yeah, no, that's not what I am right now. I need to move on and start over. Uh, the last one I'll mention is if you do have the freedom to do this, to take a few hours or to take a day and do your own destinationless walk. So a destinationless walk is when you find a location that's safe and then you just allow yourself to meander based on what it is you're feeling in the moment. If you're looking for shade, you go there. If you see a cute story, you head across the street and look there. It's just really in the moment navigating on a path based on what your heart magnet is saying. So all of these are very low stress, low consequences. And that's where we build up this muscle and really get it stronger so we begin to trust it. I really love all that. What comes to mind is through this exercise and developing this muscle and it becoming a part of your being, you truly begin to know yourself. And I can say before this, I don't think I really did. Yeah. It just adds so much texture to life. Absolutely. And it takes away that wishy-washy, I can't make a decision energy because you can with your heart magnet, you know. And so you just wash all of that angst out of your system and it no longer colors everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's true freedom. And um, one of the books that Lisa and I really love is Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And it, it kind of fits in with that as well. And I've mentioned this a lot. We're truly free in our minds. And this, I think, really helps us see that freedom because we feel it not just in our minds, we feel it everywhere once we have gotten in touch with this and developed that muscle. Yeah. Um, Carol, do you have any suggestions for listeners who are in a stressful situation right now? Yeah, this is the hard, it's hard, right? When things are really stressful and you're on pins and needles and you're walking on glass. So one of the things that I've learned is you can engage your heart magnet even if you can't act on it in this moment. So say your partner is a bit controlling about what you wear. So you can't just wear what it is you want to wear. You've got to 
pay attention to those rules. You can still inside your head acknowledge that your heart magnet would like to wear this outfit. And you can say, yes, heart magnet, I, I hear you. I can't do that today, but I hear you and continue on. But you're still acknowledging, you're still listening to, you're still honoring that heart magnet within you, even though your circumstances make it impossible or difficult or stressful or dangerous to act on that in this moment. So even if you don't have a lot of leeway, if you can hold on internally to what your heart magnet is saying, you are still building that muscle. You do not have to take the action to honor the heart magnet's message. When you're in a toxic situation, you have to set up a defense system. You know, you have to barricade yourself in in some degree because, well, because you need to stay safe. And the only way to stay safe in some situations is to build a wall. Remember that that wall is outside of you and you still can control what happens inside that wall. That you still can think, you can still dream, you can still um, make those personal care choices that are right for you. And you can definitely use your heart magnet for self-care choices. You know, what would feel really nurturing for me today? If you can't do it today, that's okay, but still honor that you heard your heart magnet because your heart magnet will keep talking and you will at some point find a way to shift your life so that you can live it out loud more than you might be able to do right now. The other thing you can do is once you know what you want more of in your life, you can start consciously creating more. It could be in the private moments when you are not under the influence of your partner. Maybe it's like I mentioned, when you take a bath or you, you're in the bathroom for a shower, or maybe it's when you go to the grocery store, or maybe it's when you have a, a lunch break at work. But find some moments in your space in your life where you can consciously choose to create something for yourself, not in reaction to, but more nurturing this piece inside of you that wants to create something. And it could be, you know, with Kindles and with our phones, we could even have something to read that really soothes us while we're waiting at at a doctor's office, or it's those little choices where it takes a little bit of planning, but it, once we get used to just weaving in these little nurturing moments, we start feeling a little better and we feel like we have a little bit more options to take care of ourselves in these ways. Does that help, Lisa? And if you have a specific scenario, I could respond to that too. No, I think that helps so much. And your advice provides us all with hope too, that, you know, listening to and responding to our heart magnet doesn't cost anything, doesn't cause us to have to go anywhere or even make any big decisions. It's just practicing that listening to ourselves and yeah, just practicing it gives us hope. Definitely. It gives us hope. 
And it also helps us get in touch with the fact that we do have power and control over our thoughts and our emotions and even how to react or not react. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, maybe we react out of insecurity or fear or whatever. And this ability to have that boundary, uh, we have that defense defense mechanism barrier. barrier built around us. We have within us, we're inside of that. And again, we have power and control inside ourselves. It's very empowering. Mm -hmm. I just thought of another one that I've used on occasion with clients. And that is, if there's a color that really speaks to you, get paper of that color and cut it up so that you can drop little color nuggets all through your life in your medicine cabinet in your wallet in your purse on your keychain wherever that you would see it and there are certain colors that i just they feed me somehow and so that's a way to to sprinkle that color throughout your life so you're always running into it and giving yourself that infusion of joy or life or whatever it is. Uh, some people carry around a stone so you can look into like crystals, the the stone. I had a client, a friend actually, who kept a stone in her pocket to keep her grounded and aware of herself. And she would hold it inside her pocket. Nobody ever knew it was there, but it was always there. And she would use that as a touchstone, literally to keep her in her body and to keep her aware of her own needs and to soothe her. So those little tangible bits of goodness can also feed us and remind us that we aren't alone in our situation, that we can have these little allies, color, stones, flowers, you you know, get flowers for your house, whatever. Mm -hmm. So those are Another form of little thing you can do, you know, if you have a patio and you can put plants on the patio, just having something that flowers and thrives could help lift your spirits also. Mm-hmm. I love the color pink and I love butterflies. And so I, all of us, most of us are always on our phones. So I made a screensaver. That's the first thing I see when, when I pull my phone up, it's a pink background with a butterfly on it. And that's a very calming image for me to see often like my dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's nature, it. nature is my go-to. So when I take a walk, I'm always looking for the little, little nuggets out there in the world that honor life and honor the way that things changed quite naturally in the world. And so nature has always been a go-to source of inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for those recommendations. Those are really, really excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the idea of tearing up a piece of paper that's the color that you like. That's a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one like the, like the lady with the rock or the stone, you know, no one would have to know why that random piece of pink paper is <laughs> always yeah. on the bathroom counter. <laughs> <laughs> You could also like your desk drawer, if you work, you could put, put a liner in the bottom of that drawer. That's that color. Just so every time you open the drawer, there are all sorts of ways, get creative, put Mm -hmm. a a little kind of mobile or something in your car, just something that, that goes, oh yeah. Okay. Just a constant sensory reminder of the energy that you are drawn to. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. Carol, I know we mentioned some of your contact information at the beginning of the episode, but can you tell us again where listeners can find out 
more about the Heart Magnet program and how to strengthen their heart magnet? Absolutely. So my website is seasonsofchange.com. And if you click on store, uh, you'll see my books and my eBooks. And this is under the eBooks section. So I believe you're going to have the link in the show notes. Yes. yes, we will. Yes. Okay. And so the URL is seasonsofchange.com forward slash eBooks forward slash heart dash magnet. And so that is the best place to find the eBook. Thank you. Excellent. And I could say that the ebook walks you through the initial process of discovering your own heart magnet, as well as support around understanding what your stop signs are and what your go signs are. So in each channel in your whole system, from your physical to intuitive to your voice, there are all sorts of different channels where this can be helpful to understand how you process information. And then all of the activities that I mentioned come from the ebook, and there are more of them, different field trips that you can take to really honor and explore your heart magnet. So it's a fun journey mm-hmm. of self-discovery if you'd like that support. Yes, I purchased the book on Thursday and I like it because it's in a PDF form and I was able to type directly from my computer onto that and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It really goes in depth and deeper than what you and I had done in class and I highly recommend this workbook to our listeners. Thank you. Yeah, I think with the circumstances that you're talking about, there's so much heaviness, right? That just life itself is heavy. And when you can connect up with a part of yourself that is light, that is joy, that is awakening. It it just adds a new dimension to what you're experiencing. And slowly, it won't happen overnight, but slowly you will become stronger and clearer about who you are and what you need to be happy and thriving in your own life. And that's, it's one of my clients once called it a, the first brick in your foundation. You need this in order to make all the other decisions that you're going to be making in to create a life you love. I agree very much. Mm -hmm. This is foundational. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Carol, we thank you so much for being on our podcast today and teaching us about the heart magnet. And also when we were talking yesterday, you mentioned a couple of other topics we could do future episodes on. So I just want to let the listeners know that we will be hearing more from Carol in the future. (laughs) And hopefully this information today will prove valuable for any and everyone, and especially those in the audience who are choosing to avoid or leave a toxic relationship. We thank you for joining us today on Here's Here's Your Red Red Flag. flag. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Here's Your Red Flag was written, directed, and recorded by Tony and Lisa and edited by Tony. Our theme song is Butterfly Woke by Jairus. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Thanks, y'all. You are